0: Welcome to the Not Lukewarm podcast with me, Diana Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Thank you all for being here with me today. I have a, a couple of announcements before I get started. And Actually, just one announcement before I get started with our topic for today. The announcement is this. I offer on my personal website, dianabartolini.com, a program called Live Not Lukewarm with the Sunday Scriptures. And I would love for you to take a look at that and consider becoming a part of the list that gets a brief reflection every week about the upcoming Sunday scriptures uh, as they are followed in the Roman Catholic Church here in the U.S. So if you're interested in that, uh, check out the link that I'm going to be leaving in the show notes to see if you are interested in doing that. Now, this month, it's January, and we're talking a little bit about spiritual makeover. We've talked about God, we've talked about Jesus. Last episode was a episode on blessed, excuse me, venerable Pierre Toussaint, who, uh, in the face of great adversity, really overcome and lived out his faith on a very profound level all the time. He was a great example of charity. So I hope that you were able to do that challenge of uh, doing something charitable last week. So, hmm. What are we going to talk about today? So we're talking about spiritual makeovers, right? January, fresh start, do things differently. Well, today we're going to talk about everybody's favorite sacrament. Drum roll, please. The sacrament of penance and reconciliation, also known as confession. So if you are not Catholic, or if maybe you don't remember everything you learned as a child, a sacrament is a visible sign instituted by Jesus Christ while he was here on earth. And that sacrament is meant to give us grace. And grace is really what we need to get through our lives. Um, we need to get grace from God, we need to be able to then extend that grace to other people, and be all the better for it. Really, grace is what helps us to make us the people We are, if we're accessing God's grace. If you're accessing something else, then maybe you're not quite the person God is calling you to be. Um, But of course, none of us are ever the person God is calling us to be, which is why, thank God, and I do mean thank God, we have the sacrament of confession. Because you know what? I screw up. I screw up fairly regularly. I do things that I know I should not do. And confession. It's not about beating yourself up. It's about taking an honest look at yourself and saying, wow, I should not have said that about that person. Or I should have been kinder to these people who were trying to do some work around my house. I should not be gossiping. I should not be pilfering stationery from my office. Uh, whatever whatever it is, right? It's, it's that examination of conscience, big things and small things. Um, I'm also going to drop in the link in the show notes, a link to an examination of conscience that can help you. And they actually now have apps on your phone. You can look up your examination of conscience on your phone. Let's just get back to the sacrament for a minute. Oh, that was kind of funny. Back to the sacrament. You know, we should all go back to the sacrament. So there are a couple of parts of the sacraments, right? There's, there's contrition. Contrition is when we say we are sorry we are sorry we are contrite because we see the gap we see the contradiction so to speak of god's love and our actions and they don't mesh they don't go together and so where does this idea of the sacrament of reconciliation come from well it comes from scripture it comes from john chapter 20 verses 22 and 23. Jesus is speaking to his apostles uh, after he rose from the dead and he says to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. There you go. This is not some made up thing to make you feel guilty and ashamed. Absolutely not. This is a sacrament that gives you freedom. It is a sacrament that brings you closer to God it is a sacrament that helps you to live a life of abundance. That's what the sacrament of reconciliation does. It helps us to be free all of the gunk. How's that for a technical word? All the garbage that we keep in our soul that does not need to be there. We are freed from it when we go to confession. And so we go to confession, we go to the priest, And there's a formula that we use. And if you have not been to confession in a long time, that's probably one of the first things you should tell the priest after you say hello and you don't need to give him your name, Um, but tell him, you know, I have not been here in a long time and it does not matter if you haven't been to confession in five days, five years, 50 years, it does not make a difference. The priest is going to welcome you and they will walk you through the steps of confession. So basically, you know, before you go to confession, you examine your conscience. Honestly, you have to examine your conscience. Honestly, what have you done that is not your best self? What have you done that goes against the 10 commandments? Have you taken God's name in vain? Have you not kept the Sabbath day holy? Are you honoring your parents? It doesn't matter how old you are. You still have to honor your parents. If they are alive, we must honor them, right? And those are just a couple of examples. You know, are you, are you coveting your neighbor's goods? Do you find yourself being caught up in this materialistic world? Are you judging people all the time? Again, you know, I bring these up I know them easily off the top of my head. I bet you can guess why I know those easily off the top of my head, right? Uh, So we all make mistakes. We all screw up. We argue with people. We are often less than lovable. And when we act that way, not only should we ask forgiveness of the people that we're harming or hurting, but we should ask forgiveness of God. And So that's what we do in Confession. So you go in, you confess your sins. You say that you're sorry. You receive absolution. You receive absolution. That absolution really, really is a wonderful prayer that the priest says, a wonderful prayer that the priest says. This is what he says, God, the merciful father, by the death and resurrection of his son has reconciled the world to himself and sent the Holy Spirit for the forgiveness of sins through the ministry of the church. May he give you pardon and peace. And I absolve you from your sins in the name of the father and the son and of the Holy Spirit. It's, it's by the, by God, the mercy of God, I'm stuttering. I'm sorry. It's by the mercy of God, by Jesus's death and resurrection that he suffered and died and rose for us and so we now have the holy spirit for the forgiveness of sins and it's through the ministry of the church that the priest does this this is why we go to the priest it's well of course if if i've had a huge fight with my spouse of course i need to go to my spouse and ask forgiveness but we have also hurt other people and in some fashion we have forgotten that sin is not just between me and the other person, or just between me and God. There's a ripple effect. There is a ripple effect. And what I do makes a difference in many, many different ways that I can't even see. And so when we go to the priest and we ask forgiveness and he gives us those beautiful words of absolution, it's all taken away and all is made right. All is made right between us and God, between us and the people of God. And that's what we want. That's what we want. Now, how often should you go to confession? As often as you think you need to without being scrupulous, which means that you think everything you're doing is sinful. So big sins need to be confessed as soon as possible. Venial sins, you know, those small things that we do. When we go to Mass and at the very beginning of Mass, we pray that prayer called the Confidio or the I confess to Almighty God. That prayer takes away our venial sins, as does receiving the Eucharist. But I will tell you that after three, four, five months of a buildup of venial sins, it's like plaque on your teeth, right? It just, you, you don't necessarily see it, but you kind of feel weird a little bit on your teeth, right? There's plaque on your soul. That sin it doesn't let all the light in. And it doesn't let all the light out. It doesn't let the light in, doesn't let the light out right? We want to let the light in and then we want to let the light out. So the cleaner we are in our soul, the better we're going to be. So if we wait five or six months, we can go to confession, confess those venial sins. If we continually sin in the same manner, it means we're not really doing what we say we want to do, which is get better, right? If I'm always confessing that I'm cursing, We're taking God's name in vain. Well, the priest can give me absolution, of course, but what am I doing to stop myself from using God's name in vain or from cursing? So we have to do something as well. It's not magic. Confession is not magic in that it does not change your behavior unless you want it to change your behavior. So sometimes people confess the same sin over and over again because they don't feel forgiven. Sometimes people confess the same sin over and over again because they keep committing the same sin over and over again. And there's a difference there. And I think you can see the difference. And in the next episode, actually, I'm going to be talking about a a prayer process called Unbound that can be used when you find yourself not believing that God has forgiven you. Because God has forgiven you. If you've confessed your sin, And especially if you don't continue to do that sin and you're offered that absolution and you do the penance that the priest gives you, you're gold. You're good to go. So we want to really hold on to confession and go, not once a year or once every 10 years. Whenever I go, I always feel like, I feel two things usually. One, like a weight has been lifted from me. And 2 I just feel tremendous peace and I feel very full of God's grace and better able to take care of what's in front of me. And I think we can all use the grace of forgiveness and the grace of being able to be better people. So that's my little confession. By no means have I plumbed the depths of the theological meaning behind confession but I hope I've given you enough to think about and to consider if you are Catholic to go to confession. And if you want to make an appointment with your priest, you can do that as well. And if not, you can just check when confession time is. If you are not Catholic and you feel that you have weight of many sins, I think one thing that you could do is pray, of course, and ask Jesus to take those from you. And then two, to ask forgiveness of the people that you've harmed. And hurt in whatever sins that you've committed. And that's another way that you then can make retribution for what has happened, for what you've done and get a little bit of that forgiveness as well. So that is our not lukewarm challenge for the week. I don't remember if I said that at the very beginning. Did I say that at the very beginning? At the very beginning, Your not lukewarm challenge. Go to confession if you're Catholic. If you're not Catholic, uh, apologize, ask forgiveness of the people you've hurt. And please turn to your fa, turn to our father, turn to God, our father, and ask him for forgiveness as well. So I hope you all have a wonderful week and be sure to check out the show notes so you can click on the link to become part of the, uh, weekly scripture with Live Not Lukewarm. And I'll be back again next week with another episode of the Live Not Lukewarm podcast. Until then, God bless you and live not lukewarm. This show is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.